Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Ricky Chino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, it is Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's SP3's favorite day of the week. He gets to talk about NXT 2.0. We were talking in our very extensive production meeting uh, moments ago about the show is still not great. It's not, it doesn't work collectively. But the more you watch it, the more it gets you excited about the certain aspects. There's certain aspects of the show. Uh, Braun Breaker being the, the biggest star of all. There's just something about the guy. He's such meat and potatoes, but he just does it so damn well. He's a freaking Steiner. He oozes star power, just like somebody else we're going to talk about coming up in here in a little bit who made her debut tonight in Nikita Lions. You, you center around Braun Breaker. You center around Carmelo Hayes. You're starting to mix in. Uh, guys like Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa with a, a fantastic main event that we saw tonight. There's certain aspects of the show that are so great, but as you talked about with me off the air before we started recording, there's just still a lot of shit throwing. and <laughs> See what lands, and it, it's still not cohesive, but man, I think it's getting better. I do think the show is starting to get its legs underneath it a little bit here. It's just a whole bunch of shows like combined together. We saw a little bit of the challenge, uh, MTV, the challenge with Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. We saw a little bit of like big brother type banter between Wendy Shu and Dakota Kai. Yeah. Uh, we saw a, a dating app, a uh, whole uh, show long arc with uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, which was funny. It was funny. <laughs> I will say some of that stuff, some of that stuff did land and it was humorous or it was so bad that it was humorous. Funny, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. And then, you know, the talent, it either goes from, you know, very green or, you know, very skilled talent where you're, if they're very skilled, you're wondering why they're still here. And then you get matches like Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler, where you have two very good performers in ring workers in the ring together, delivering a very entertaining, good, main event matchup that had stakes involved becoming the number one contender for the NXT championship. You had a nice little surprise for the NXT fans who didn't expect, uh, you know, Robert Roode to show up a part of the dirty dogs with Dolph Ziggler and then a wild finish with a pull apart ball brawl to set up next week's main event. So they did a lot of different things. I love the fact that, you know, they are continuing the trend of promoting matches for the following week. It's something yeah. that, I give praise to AEW for is something that I got to give praise to NXT for. They always have a look to the future. And on this show, I felt a lot more hype and build up for NXT stand and deliver than I did on Monday night raw for WrestleMania 38. So I'm not wrong. That is a very damn good point. That is going to be a long day, by the way, that's Saturday, April 2nd. I'm going to try to go to both shows. Oh, I'm going to try to go to stand and deliver. I'm going to try to go to, well, I'll be at mania for sure, but I'm also going to try and go to stand and deliver this, by the way, after if all well, that ends well, I will have been at SmackDown and the hall of fame the night before. Yikes. 
By the time Sunday rolls around, I may just say screw night too. <laughs> I'm sitting at home, or well, not at home, at my friend's home. I'll be sitting at, on Karsten and Roxanne's couch. Shout out to them for letting me stay there for free in Dallas, Texas, so I don't have to pay out uh, for a hotel. Uh, but I may just. Best. That's the best. When I go it to Chicago, shouts out to John Paul and Colleen. They always let me sit on their couch. That's why I love the AEW Chicago event. Wait, wait, trust me, man. I had this this date earmarked. When I saw it was in Dallas, I'm like, ooh, I get to go see my friends. And they're going to let me stay on their couch for five days. And I hope I don't wear out my welcome. Uh, but come Sunday night, I may just order a pizza and watch night two on Peacock. We shall see. That is a lot. A lot of wrestling. We got a lot to get to on this show and not a whole lot of time to do it. First things first, we got some house cleaning items to take care of. Football season is over. Yes, unfortunately, I desperately, desperately miss it. Uh, although I'm hoping my Bengals will do something here in free agency come up in a couple of weeks. Basketball, those in full swing, pro, college hoops, all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props, where the next coach fired is going to land. Bet online has got you covered. They're the number one spot. For all of your sports betting needs, head on over to the website, use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That is B L E A V. It's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hoxie, hockey, hockey, boxing. Tried to combine the two. UFC odds. It's the best in the business for all of it from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, play your favorite games, bet online where the game starts. Also, by the way, we do appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure to hammer that thumbs up button and make sure if you're here, if you're joining us for the first time, we appreciate you. Thank you for making us part of your day. Please click that subscribe button. And again, just by subscribing, you're getting registered to win $50, maybe even $100. We got a long way to go, but maybe $100 to shop AEW. We're going to be giving that away Revolution Weekend. Uh, so make sure to subscribe. Check out my pinned tweet on Twitter, at Rick Uccino, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O, for those who are listening on the podcast channel. Uh, read the instructions on my pinned tweet, retweet it, subscribe, follow. You're registered to win. Uh, take please. We really, really appreciate uh, your support. But seriously, hammer that thumbs up button because you'd be shocked how much uh, that desperately helps us out. Also, later on today, SP three, three o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we we're doubling up. We're doubling up the content today. You got this dropping seven a.m. as always. Our Monday through Thursday flagship program, and then today at three o'clock, tell the fine folks what they can uh, see and what they can hear. I'll be chatting with MLW heavyweight champion Alex Hammerstone. We're going to be talking about MLW Super Fight this Saturday night, February 26th from Charlotte, North Carolina, talking all about his big main event showdown with Davey Richards for the MLW heavyweight championship. We also discuss Richard Holiday of the Dynasty turning on him along with Alicia Toot, what MJF feels about that, what he feels about MJF's run in AEW. We discuss a lot of things. It's a great chat, so check that out. Drop a thumbs up on that and share it with your friends. It is a really, really good conversation. My boy over here does good work. I appreciate you taking care of that uh, this weekend, or excuse me, this week. And uh, also, you can read all about it if you'd like on Cage Side Seats. That article will be out later today. All right, let's get started here. We are going to talk about NXT. We're going to preview AEW Dynamite coming up tonight, which should be a really, really good show. But we got to start with somebody we saw on NXT recently. 
That is Mr. AJ Styles. It has now been confirmed, reported by Wrestling Observer, confirmed by Fightful Select, that he has signed a big money deal. Multi-million dollar deal to stay with WWE. He becomes the latest veteran now to, to ink an extension. And this, look, I don't care who it is. After two years of WWE cutting and slashing and getting rid of talent, it makes me smile and it makes me happy to see one talent that still wants to stay there, but two WWE invest in their on-screen product and paying AJ Styles is a damn good move, SP3. 100% agree with you. AJ Styles has been one of their top stars since he arrived pretty much in WWE. He's a former two-time WWE champion. He's won the U.S. Championship. He's won the Intercontinental Gold. He's won the Tag Team Gold. He's a Grand Slam champion. He's done everything they've asked of him. Been one of their best in-ring workers. He's helped other young performers like Omos up you know, in their tag team together over the past year. So he's done a lot for the company, for them to invest with, invest in him. Uh, Fightful reporting, giving him $3 million a year, another $3 million they're giving out to one of these indie darlings. So it is kind of a callback. You got you, Rick, you always ask for them to do stuff for the fans, do stuff for the hardcores. This is the kind of stuff they're doing. They're re-signing Sami Zayn, re-signing Kevin yeah. Owens, re-signing AJ Styles. They are they might be cutting a lot of different superstars and you never like to see that, but at least they are giving the money to their best performers. They're not giving the money to guys that you know, you don't or you're not high on. They're not, you know, re-upping and extending Veer, who hasn't been, who hasn't showed up on TV. Hey, he'll come I'm, eventually. I'm not, okay? I'm not saying anything about the performer. <laughs> I'm just saying he hasn't been on TV yet. But they're not reing up him. They're reing up a guy who's on TV every single week and having the best match on a Monday Night Raw or on a pay-per-view. AJ Styles deserved this money. I'm always happy to see someone get paid, and especially someone that I've been a huge fan of way before they even been in WWE. So, and he's in the secure the bag mode. Yes. He's in his 40s. He's done it all. He's been the top star, the face of Impact Wrestling TNA. He's been a top star, the top guy in in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he's been a top star in WWE. This is all about securing the bag. I think people shouldn't get, you know, be like, you know, give him everything, give him all the titles. This is about him getting money because he has been one of their most consistent and reliable workers. This this contract, and it's not a direct comparison because I think AJ Styles, even at 44 years old, has a lot to offer WWE and is still playing or uh, competing at a, an extremely high level performing. That's the word I should use there. Uh, he's still AJ Styles. Like he's not old AJ Styles. He's still AJ Styles. He's still phenomenal, and he could be a world champion. And we'll we'll, we'll bring that question up here soon. But I compare this to Barry Larkin. You know Barry Larkin, Hall of Fame uh, shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds. I compare this a lot to his final contract that he got with the Reds at his point when he was in his his late 30s, heading into his 40s. The Reds weren't getting they they weren't paying for Barry Larkin, the former MVP. They were paying him for the years already prior. This was like the reward contract for all of the work and all of the stats and all the jerseys that he had sold. It is about securing that bag. And AJ Styles, when he came to WWE in 2016, Vince McMahon did not see him as a main event level performer. 
which shows you what's what's the line from uh, a nice tale a man can change his stars that's exactly what aj styles did he came into wwe and he opened up vince mcmahon's eyes almost from the get-go with his performance in the royal rumble in 2016 and by the summer he was wwe champion that does not happen so he has come in and instantly been a star. He's made a ton of money for uh, for WWE. He's constantly one of the most over guys when he's a baby face. He's earned this money. Even if he never wins the WWE championship again, and even if he's just constantly putting over guys like Omos for the next three years or however long this contract runs, he's already earned this money that he's getting. So no matter what his booking is, I don't want to hear anybody over the next three years or however long this contract goes and says, oh, well, that's $3 million well spent. It's already been well spent. It has already been well spent. And I do think that AJ Styles is going to be heavily featured moving forward because they they, they can't just keep sitting on Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. At some point, they have to go to other people, which it's nice to see WWE kind of bridging the gap here, right? We brought up Ron Breaker. We brought up uh, Carmelo Hayes. There's some other young talent. And yes, WWE does need to get younger. But you still got guys that, that can kind of bridge that gap before those young guns are ready for the main event scene. You got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, Damian Priest is somebody I'm, I'm still high on, and I'm hoping his situation will improve. But those are all older guys. Hell, Damian Priest is, is 39. Somebody I just realized tonight, I'm sitting here waiting for L.A. Knight to get the call up to the main roster. I'm like, this guy could could really help out. and Maybe he's got a bright future. I knew he was older. I didn't know he was already 39 years old. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I immediately texted him. developmental like 15 years ago. Like, I know. I didn't realize that. Developmental. When he was a guy that they could call up and build as a future star, but they didn't. So this is what the company does, but that is besides the point. I'm just happy for AJ Styles. Hopefully this uh, contract means that he's going to have a prominent role at WrestleMania, meaning against Edge. Just give us the match that we want. Get it done before, you know, it's too late for both guys. So I'm glad for AJ. You know, he signed a big contract with them in 2019 when he was he was talking to people from AEW and he could have made the move over there. He signed a big contract then. And, you know, it was really no other option because, you know, you see what AEW is doing. They're very being very selective with what they're doing. He was only going to get that amount of money from WWE. So very great for him. Yes, absolutely. And one thing he's never going to have to worry about again is peace of mind. He's got he's got the millions of dollars. But what is more important than peace of mind? That is absolutely nothing. And that is what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online with all of the threats that you face today on the Internet. More important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection. Either in plans start at under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the promo code BLEAV. Take it up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. 
It's time to answer the five counts on the Believe Podcast Network. I want to stick with uh, Mr. AJ Styles here because, uh, as we mentioned, he is the latest big star, older star on the roster to sign a, a big money deal. Kevin Owens reportedly getting... Right around that same bag, right? That multi-million dollar, two, three million dollar a year uh, contract uh, to stick with WWE for a few more years. And again, you know, conventional wisdom says you know, you give out that kind of money. The booking is going to follow with that. Maybe AJ Styles gets edge at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens, regardless how long that match goes, looks like he's going to get Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. So those are two big marquee matches. You would think maybe down the line, sooner rather than later, they'll be holding up a world championship again. And I'm hopeful that will happen for both of them. But I want to start right here. Who wins their next world championship first, SP3? And this is a question I don't know if I have an answer for. Is it AJ Styles or is it Kevin Owens? Uh, this is easy. It's AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles, they get they they gave their main championship to the WWE Championship. They chose to to give it to him when when Dean Ambrose run wasn't going the way they liked. They put it on AJ Styles, and he had a great run with it. When Jinder Mahal was not doing well as WWE Champion, they once again put the title back on AJ Styles. There is no indication that Kevin Owens will ever get another world championship. That is proof right there with AJ Styles' past two championships. He helped the company when they were had two champions that they didn't enjoy or wasn't drawing the entrance from the fans. With Kevin Owens, someone got injured, and they had to put it on somebody. They couldn't put it on Seth Rollins because they were building to Seth Rollins versus Triple H, so they used the match where he won it to kind of build to that more than focus on him actually winning the championship. He created gold with the title yes, with him and Chris Jericho and then the blow off to, to that match gets passed aside to put the title on Goldberg and Brock Lesnar a match yeah. that they need the title so even though Kevin Owens gets paid three million dollars yes I think he's going to have a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin at Wrestlemania yes I think he's going to have prominent roles at events like SummerSlam or Survivor Series, or the Royal Rumble next year, or WrestleMania 39. Yes, he's going to have big-time matches against fellow top stars because he's going to be positioned in that way. But I don't think he's going to be a world champion because I haven't been given any indication to believe that. Heck, I can't remember the last time he's held a championship, period. And this is a guy who was brought up as the prize fighter. Like, that was his gimmick when he first came up. Came up as NXT champion. He pinned John Cena clean as a sheet. Was United States champion. Won the uh, Universal Championship. Yeah, he jobbed out to Goldberg, which which absolutely sucked. And it, it just kind of killed everything. And maybe that's all the evidence that you need right there. Uh, but these are these are two guys who are long overdue. If I had to guess, I think AJ Styles is closer to that push. And this is something that I talked about yesterday. AJ Styles should get a win over Edge at WrestleMania, and that should immediately heat him back up because once Roman Reigns wins the WWE Championship and he becomes Roman Two Reigns, and now he's got both shows and he's got two belts and he's got to defend both of them, you need somebody out of the gate with some credibility, with some equity, 
to go up against Roman Reigns that we really haven't seen yet. And AJ Styles, I think, is that guy. And I say, and I know AJ and Roman have wrestled before, but it's not been AJ Styles against the Tribal Chief. It hasn't been this version of Roman Reigns. So I think that would be a great one that could carry the summer. Maybe AJ wins it, depending on how long they they want to go with that, with Roman having both championships. I don't think they would want to do that very long. They didn't do it when 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 Becky Lynch had it. She dropped that first title uh, real quick, but they had money in the bank to lean on. They don't have that right now. So AJ Styles has got to win this match uh, against Roman Reigns if it does happen. I think he's closer to getting into a title program than Kevin Owens, so I will go uh, with AJ Styles as well. Real quickly, I want to bring up the third guy who just signed a contract. Do you think Sami Zayn ever wins a world championship? <laughs> no. Oh, it sure. sucks. Not, not, not in this company. Not in this <sighs> company. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. Regardless of him being the most entertaining guy or best on the mic, best character. And he has been on SmackDown a lot of different weeks, but no, not this company. I don't I'm see him. I'm hoping there. maybe he gets that Kofi Kingston moment. Maybe if he if they let him turn baby face and the crowd roars up and gets behind him, maybe. But he ain't gonna get that rest. I don't think it's gonna happen like Kofi did. I don't think you're gonna get that mania moment. But um, again, it's something we're gonna do later on the show. It's hope versus reality over here. I think we need to get shirts made up. <laughs> but I'm gonna be hopeful and say it does happen. But it, 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 even if it does, I, it ain't gonna happen long. Money in the bank, cash in maybe. I can tell you. For all the people that have said this, ever since Danny O'Brien did what he did at WrestleMania 30, I've heard so many people say so many different people from Cesaro to, yeah, it's like, I yeah, you could be hopeful that this might happen. But Kofi Kingston, no one saw the Kofi Kingston happening. Although Daniel Bryan happened, no one was saying, I hope Kofi Kingston has a run like Daniel Bryan did. No one called that. So stop calling these things, and maybe it will happen. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> a fair point. Dolph Ziggler won a world championship one day. Heck, I outside of the heist of the century, I think today it's still the second best money in the bank cash-in that we've seen. Maybe on the same level as Edge is the first one. It's hard to beat the original. It really is those, hard to beat the original. Those are the three. Yeah, those, yeah, those, are, the, those, it, those it, are three. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, and we saw, to steal a line from Michael Cole, we saw vintage Dolph Ziggler uh, on, uh, on NXT last night. The guy is just the best bumper and seller in the business. He made Tommaso Ciampa look like a, a, a stud last night, and those two absolutely threw down. You, you had a feeling Dolph was going to win this. How you called the shot on, on the show yesterday. You said Dolph Ziggler was going to win this. There wasn't a chance Tommaso was going to win it because they want to do Breaker versus Ziggler, which makes sense. So, okay. You also still have Tommaso Ciampa who's saying he wants a shot. He wants to see who the best man is. That was a line we heard last night. You know, once the rubber match with Braun Breaker. So you got to protect him, right? Okay. They're the dirty dogs for the damn reason. So we had Robert Roode show up at the end of this fantastic match. Dressed up as the cameraman, he busts Ciampa in the back of the dome with it. Dolph Ziggler ends up hitting the super kick, wins the match outright. Your reaction last night to the Dirty Dogs getting one over on Ciampa because I saw people complaining that once again, shenanigans ruined a good match. Did you get that that feeling? No, I didn't feel like the, the Dirty Dogs interference uh, hurt the match. I thought the match was very good. I thought they, the finish protected Ciampa. I just think that the only nitpick that I can give it is that it was very telegraphed. 
as soon as Ciampa went out to the ring and I saw the referee's back turn, I was like, oh, Ciampa's about to get attacked. They're about <laughs> to have someone attack him. And I was like, I was hoping it was going to be like someone different. Like, because at first I was like, well, what if it's like Tony D to give like Tony D <laughs> a fresh new feud or something like that? And then when he when he stood up and I was like, well, no, nah, it's Robert Roode. And then yeah. it was Robert Roode. I was like, okay, all right, that does make sense. And it's another main roster star on NXT. So I guess it brings some eyes in their view. So I like it because it sets up what, what they're going to do next week with the tag team matchup. So I have no problem with it. Yeah. Tony D would have been fun, you know, for like a half a second. I'm like, okay, now who is this? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He has a tag team partner. It's Robert Roode. It's clearly Robert Roode. Uh, and it did turn out to be Robert Roode. So that, that was fine. But I would have loved like, like that cliffhanger moment with Tony D like, what the hell is Tony D and Dolph Ziggler? And then next week you just see Dolph Ziggler hand him a wad of cash and call it a day. That would have been great. That, that would have been, been great. That would have been absolutely just turn Tony D into like a Merc for hire kind of a situation. That would be really, really fun to watch. Uh, and it would fit with his character perfectly, yep. perfectly. So that would have been cool. But no, I don't have a problem with this at all because again, you have to protect Champa a little bit if we're going to get the, uh, the eventual rubber match between he and, and Braun Breaker, and that might be his swan song uh, to send him up to the, the main roster. Uh, he's getting a cup of coffee, had a great had a good mat- tag team match on Raw with the Dirty Dogs. Hell, he may face Robert Roode one-on-one next Monday, to be completely honest with you. And that's one of those things that I'm really, really loving right now is this, this integration of Raw and NXT and, and carrying over the storylines and carrying over the characters. The NXT 2.0, it's not better than NXT. But this is absolutely the best thing that has come out of NXT outside of the talent themselves that are now getting pushed and have the opportunity is they're integrating the storylines and they're bringing in guys like Dog Ziggler and they're bringing guys like Tommaso Ciampa up to Raw to give them that cup of coffee, to give them that introduction to the main roster. So, yeah, while they may be popular in Orlando, and I thought that was one of the great lines of the night with, with Dolph Ziggler saying, yeah, you're the man in Orlando. Like, Nobody knows who the hell you are outside a full sale universe. Well, they're not a full sale universe anymore, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I love that they're, they're doing the integration here. And according to wrestling Inc, that is going to be, that's going to be sticking around. That's going to be sticking around. This is something that they want to keep doing. So we'll move on to number three here. What is the next raw NXT crossover story that you would like to see? And that was part of the wrestling Inc uh, report is that they'd like to continue to use raw superstars. Uh, to to integrate uh, in with NXT. So is there a particular storyline that you would like to see after Stand and Deliver? Because it looks like that's when Dolph Ziggler's run with the company is gonna is gonna end. So at least NXT, excuse me. So it specifically has to be raw. Maybe not. I can open it up if you have another idea. If you have a SmackDown superstar you'd like to see come down. Yeah, because I have a SmackDown superstar that it makes sense for him to verse. And I, I'm gonna look for people that's, you know, good matchups for Braun Breaker. Or, you know, it seems like they're they're kind of going through different, uh, you know, individuals to kind of build up at a time. You know, they started off with Grayson Waller, which you know, I'm so-so on if that worked or not with AJ Styles. Now they're doing this whole thing with Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker. They might want to move on to Carmelo Hayes next. And the, the one person that I think of on the main roster that I want to see Carmelo Hayes face that would be a great matchup 
is Ricochet. And Ricochet oh. is a former North American champion. Yes. So the, the story just works. He's another guy that I would love to see in there with Braun Breaker, just knowing how Braun is this big guy who's going to bulldozer and toss people around with Ricochet, who could just fly around and use Braun Breaker as, the, as a base. There's a lot of different stuff that you could do with Ricochet back in NXT. So that's why I immediately thought of him as far as like main roster NXT crossover. As far as like anyone else, I want to give an opportunity to people that aren't used very much. And if they're going to use, you know, they're using the Dirty Dogs as a tag team over on, uh, you know, NXT, but they're losing them in the main event picture. How about you get a tag team that you could put into the tag team division that can have a good matchup with the Creed Brothers or with MSK they would have a banger with. And I'm talking about the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric, Cedric Alexander. I think if they had the opportunity to go on NXT, they would be able to shine and open some eyes over on the raw creative team that you have these two guys that are very talented that you haven't been using and that are former raw tag team champions as well. Yeah, that that's the other thing, right? So like it, it gives, this is why this is so brilliant. And, and we agreed like Dolph Ziggler has come off more as a star on NXT the last few weeks than he has on the main roster in, in years. In years since he won the United States Championship and then dropped it on the ground, he has not been utilized this way. And since then, since that point I, in time, and that was years ago, and even before, I don't even, even remember that. I don't. I don't. I think most of our audience doesn't even remember that. United You're States. probably right. To be, I don't. Honest. I don't remember it that well. So, uh, and that's surprising to me, because uh, you remember every damn thing. So, me exactly. remembering something over you is really, really surprising. No, it just means it wasn't memorable. Why did I remember it? <laughs> You're a dog. You you remember all these all of these people from Ohio? Uh, wink wink. <laughs> you seem always remember all their stuff, or say that their their boring segments in the therapy office are are fantastic, <laughs> or like come on, you you seem to have an Ohio. You put words in my mouth. I said Ohio. Alexa's performance was fantastic. That is yeah, all I said. Boring about boring segments in boring segments. <laughs> something was fantastic. Uh, I like the idea of of using seldom used talent on the main roster, maybe somebody who's gone out of favor, and then bringing them down to to NXT. And I hate saying down to NXT, but it is developmental at this point. And kind of, yeah, reminding the higher-ups just how good these people are and maybe utilizing that to, to build some momentum for themselves. You brought up Ricochet. That is a fantastic point. I would like to see Ricochet utilized more in story on the main roster. And maybe hopefully that that might be coming. Ricochet and Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship should be good. Could be good if they go that direction after WrestleMania. So there's some hope there. But I love the idea of him going up against Carmelo Hayes. I think that match would be absolutely fantastic. I'm going to look at another guy. I want to see a storyline. Where Dominic Dijakovic. Not T-Bar. I want to see the resurrection of Dominic Dijakovic. This is a guy who is really freaking good in the ring. This is a guy who could be, I'm not saying he's, he's a former or a future WWE champion by any stretch of the imagination, but this is a guy who can really make out a really nice career for himself on Monday Night Raw if they just gave him an opportunity, if they gave him a chance, if they got rid of the dumbass face paint and the stupid ass name. I mean, they just, 
tied an anchor to this man's ankles and dropped him in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when they told him, hey, yeah, you're going to be a part of Retribution and your name's going to be T-Bar and here's a freaking shredder mask. Now go out there and make magic. They completely just screwed him over when they brought him up to the main roster. So I would like to see him go back to NXT and maybe there's not a lot of guys left, like somebody that he uh, that he really mixed up with. He does have a little bit of history with Tommaso Ciampa. They teamed up for for uh, a little bit. They were on the same team for a while. So maybe Ciampa can like revitalize and rebuild and and get T-Bar back to being Dominic Dijakovic, and then he can go back up on Raw and actually be pushed in a semi-meaningful way. I think he and Damian Priest could be a money matchup for the United States Championship if Damian is still the United States Champion by the time that this is all said and done, uh, which congratulations to him, by the way. I believe he's now the longest reigning United States Champion since Dean Ambrose held that title, so uh, there's there's something there for him. But I would love to see that that kind of reclamation project for, for, for T-Bar to turn him back into Dominic Dijakovic and utilize him a little bit. Uh, but being realistic, something that I think WWE would actually do that I think would be a lot of fun. The Miz and Cameron Grimes. I think the Miz and Cameron Grimes would be a lot of fun. You have the A-lister who loves to live that lifestyle with Maurice. And then you got the guy who is new money that the Miz would think that he's better than. There's just a lot of interesting dynamics there that I think would be uh, be really, really fun for, for WWE to explore there. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't do it because I feel like Miz, that would lower Miz. When Miz is one of those guys, for me, I just feel like there's so many different things you could do with him on the main roster. There's no need for him to do the crossovers crossover story. I'm trying to get people on NXT that we need to get on NXT. Yeah. And if we're fantasy booking and you're throwing Dominic Dodjakovic over there to, to get rid of his main roster gimmick that's anchoring him down and him get back to his NXT self, I want you to throw Nikki over Nikki Cross over there as well because <laughs> he's got a gimmick that she came up with for some reason that is anchoring her as well. Her character work is better since the heel turn, but the booking's not helping her because she just keeps losing to Rhea every week. It's time for them to both move on to do something else. Maybe Alexa Bliss has something to do with that. We're going to bring up uh, Rhea Ripley. How about that uh, for a transition? But first, tons of people are taking multivitamins, but it is important to choose the one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start off your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. It is only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. One scoop, cup of water, drink it down. You're good to go. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That is B-L-E-A-V. Again, athleticgreens.com slash believe. Uh, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. We will move on now to number two. Brought up Rhea Ripley for a purpose here because as we head to WrestleMania SP3, 
There are a lot of should-be top-level stars, top-level talent who we don't know if they're going to get on the card. There's not a clear path for them to get on the card. We've talked ad nauseum about Seth Rollins. If Cody Rhodes doesn't show up, what what the hell are they going to do with him? Uh, Rhea Ripley is another one, somebody who they heated up very quickly ahead of Elimination Chamber. She had a good showing in Elimination Chamber. She is on a winning streak of sorts as far as one-on-one matches are concerned. So uh, debuting a segment within a segment here, Inception time. We're going to debut Hope versus Reality, and I'll start with Reality here. What will Rhea Ripley's role be at WrestleMania 38? Oh, she's going to win the uh, pre-show Battle Royal. <sighs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that because that definitely does seem to be like the, the only option, right? Like the yeah. only, because that's how they're going to get a bunch of these ladies on the card is to bring back the annual, what did they just called it? The Women's Battle Royal, yeah, right? WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. Rhea, Rhea Ripley. I mean, look at all the look at all the the the, the wins that that propelled those ladies on to do great things. It's gonna be hey 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 Naomi. You know, went on to. <laughs> I can't even. Who who are some of the other ones who won that thing? I can't even remember. I just remember Naomi winning. I know. I remember Naomi. <laughs> I know WrestleMania thirty five had one. I just don't. I think it was Carmella, maybe. Wanted, Carmella did win one. Maybe she yeah. won the last one. I think Thanks that was time. WrestleMania 35 was the last yeah. one. They didn't have one at WrestleMania 37. They did the tag team uh, turmoil with the women's tag team division to get the woman on the show. Yeah, I'm trying. They to, I'm and they definitely didn't do it at WrestleMania 36 because they couldn't get. Uh, they couldn't do battle royals because they. Oh yeah, they've only done two of them. Yeah. They've only done two. They haven't done one since 2019. This is a great show. So, by the way. Yeah. So revive it, revive it. And, and Rhea Ripley is the winner. My goodness. All right. I'll give you five bucks. If you can name the runner up for either one of those two uh, battle Royals. Uh, for Naomi, I believe it was Bailey because she Damn had, because they were building up Bailey and Sasha and then, Bailey eliminated Sasha and we were all happy in New Orleans. And then immediately Naomi eliminated Bailey. Um, Carmella, I, yeah, <laughs> you got me, you got me there. Maybe Natalia. I don't know. Sarah Logan. Yeah. I was never going to guess that. I would have never guessed that ladies and gentlemen. My hope, because I do agree with you. I think ultimately they'll, they'll bring back the battle Royal or, or something like that to get, uh, cause they do have a lot of women stars. Uh, who don't have a clear path to having a one-on-one matchup. And and frankly, they don't load up WrestleMania with a lot of women's one-on-one matches, which is ridiculous uh, considering it's a two-night main event, a two-night event now. Last year, they had eight, not eight matches on the main card each night. You could technically do two pre-show matches. So you could put 20 matches on at WrestleMania 38 if you really wanted to, if you put the investment and the writing into it. My hope would be that she would get a singles match against Alexa Bliss. I think that would be a great showcase of two of your top women's talent that aren't in the title picture right now. You just brought back Alexa Bliss, who had a fantastic uh, Elimination Chamber performance, and then she wasn't on Raw on Monday. Just not there. Um, It would be a great way, I think, to kind of move on from whatever she's doing with Nikki A.S.H. Now, Nikki 
it'd be interesting to see what Nikki does because she's still going to be obsessed with Rhea Ripley because she has lost every match that she's had with Rhea. So she still has motivation to continue this feud. Rhea does not. Rhea should have her sights set on winning the Raw Women's Championship after Bianca wins it. And maybe that's what their, their whole setup at Elimination Chamber was because a lot of that match was built around Bianca and Rhea with Bianca getting over on her twice on the Raw before and at Elimination Chamber. So maybe that's the plan afterward. But man, I'd like to see her get a, a, a one-on-one matchup with Alexa Bliss. I think that would make a ton of sense. Hell, may, if you want, make it a triple threat with Nikki A.S.H. in there so they can all get on the card and have a match. But I think reality is going to win out on uh, on hope on this one. And lastly, uh, to, to wrap up here, the five count. Got a big AEW Dynamite ahead tonight. What are you looking forward to most tonight, sir, SP? I'm looking forward to the next chapter between uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson. If Brian Danielson is going to choose to fight John Moxley at AEW Revolution uh, so they can eventually become a tag team. I'm very interested in that match. That's probably the the feud that I'm most interested in heading into AEW Revolution and Dynamite tonight, as well as uh, House of Black versus Penta and Pack. That should be a great tag team match. And who, whoever comes out of the tag team Battle Royale. That, that's exactly where I was going to go. That, that, to me, is the most intriguing part of this is because I think the matchup is going to end up being, you know, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending against the Young Bucks and then O'Reilly and Fish. I think that's going to end up being the triple threat. So who gets over first tonight? Does it come down to the Young Bucks and does it come down to Kyle O'Reilly or, you know, what? which team wins this first battle royal and then sets up the pressure on the next team to win it? I would think Red Dragon has to win this first one because they haven't really, I don't think they've given them a tag team match on AEW Dynamite or Rampage yet. So this is kind of like, this would be kind of their spotlight moment, get the big win in the tag team battle royale. And then the young bucks kind of have to follow suit. I, I love the dynamic with Adam Cole getting pulled in like 19 different directions. Again, I I wish that they could do like a trios match where Adam Cole is somehow on both teams. That would be hilarious to me. I don't, you can't do it obviously, but like that would just be fun. Like I'm also, I'm also intrigued by uh, switchblade Jay white because he did. uh, I did mention on yesterday's show that, you know, he turned on Tamatanga and Tongaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny, and kicked them out of the Bullet Club. And then Impact released today a interview he, they did beh- uh, backstage at, after at No Surrender, and he said that his goal here in the U.S. in the U.S. of J is to uh, create the most powerful Bullet Club, not just in New Japan, not just in Impact Wrestling, but also in AEW. And I want to find out what what role or what Adam Cole has to do with that and the Young Bucks or Red Dragon. Who is he going to choose? There's a lot of stuff they can go with this kind of multi-promotion storyline involving the Bullet Club. You talk about the Cody-verse, right? Like, the, the Bullet Club is like a symbiote. Like, it just finds itself and attaches itself in, like, every different promotion, and there is some kind of some variation or somebody who has been involved with that. I mean, 
it it's t- it spreads and takes over other promotions like NWO never did. Like NWO just took over one, and then it was a shell of itself when it was in WWE. It never really stretched out to that. Bullet Club has stuck in its thorns and is everywhere and just continues to keep spreading. And they will keep that faction and that group and that storyline across multiple platforms across the entire globe. And those dudes are doing a great job uh, of keeping that going. We do appreciate you guys tuning in today. Again, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to give us the thumbs up there. Make sure to check out my pinned tweet. Follow the instructions there. You get registered to win uh, $50 to shop AEW. That does include uh, following both of us on uh, Twitter at Rick Uchino and at True Heel SP3. One final thought before we close out the show. Yes, Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa was a banger, and I knew that was going to be, and I was excited to watch that match, but I was the most intrigued, most intrigued by the debut of Nikita Lyons, and I am so glad we're in agreement on this one. That girl just oozes star power. She just came out and commanded the screen. She's got some size to her. She's athletic, and I mean that in a good way. She's athletic. She's fast. She's quick. The strikes look great. This is a a girl who has uh, been um, uh, taking Taekwondo lessons since she was five years old. Strikes look great. A lot of potential there. Only 22 years old. This girl has a very, very bright future ahead of her and i i can go back to to vegas i was there when she had her tryout with wwe there were a bunch of pool reporters watching you know everybody kind of run around and they're doing their regal rolls and everybody's doing flips and jumps and they're doing all the cardio drills and pushing them through everything and this was at the end like we were there for like the last 30 minutes of a two-day tryout where they were doing hours of this stuff and i could see her she was making an impression out of a field of like 50 to 60 people that were there running around in three rings and you constantly just your eyes were going back to her. And then I got to talk to her after she got her contract minutes after she got signed. I had a chance to talk to her only for a few minutes, but she made an impression there as well. There's just, you talk about the it right. Having it can't really describe what it is, but you know, when someone has it and she has it. Yes, uh, Cora Jade, Lash Legend, Amari Miller, Wendy Chu, NXT 2.0 has introduced a lot of female talent. None of them feel like stars, <laughs> except for Nikita Lyons. Like, there was just something, once she was on the screen, and even in the vignettes, there was people, you know, who wanted to make fun of it or make jokes about it. Of course, you know, any type of character that's about music and has this old intrigue and yeah. you know intricate backstory you can easily tear it apart and it reminds us of the new generation era and the 90s era where everybody had an occupation or a backstory before they debuted in wwe there was all that stuff there but once she was on the screen she made her entrance was in the ring she just had that look to her. She has an aura to her that just yeah. screams star power. And then the finish with that with that spinning kick and that strike and then just sitting on her opponent's face. There was just something like badass about her. And it just felt like she was a star. And you were watching a star being born before your eyes. This is the person that I think 
finally they got a female star to go along with the Braun Breakers, with the Carmelo Hayes, with the with the Tony D'Angelo's that they're building up for the future. Yeah. Now they have that on the women's division to go along with Cora Jade, who I do think has potential. She just doesn't scream star potential like Nikita Lyons. Yeah, I like I like Cora Jade. I love Nikita Lyons and I'm going on Twitter and like, I'm expecting to see everybody like talking about like what I'm talking about. I need to follow some new damn people. Cause everybody's talking about her outfit or her vignettes or why this is stupid or that's stupid. I'm like, are you watching what I'm watching right now? Forget the damn Sonya blade type outfit. Just look at what she's doing in the damn ring. Attires and looks can change, but look at what she's doing in the ring. She's great. She's absolutely great. I love that debut. I don't think it could have gone any better. I honestly love that this wasn't a squash match because it let her showcase more of what she can do in the ring. Is no, she? Is no, she? A, I don't mean to interrupt you. It should have been a squash match. I'm sorry. She's she's still green. So the the, the way you can see someone is green is when they have to sell. That's yes. always how it is in wrestling. And yeah. when she was on offense, she did look green. That yeah. was the thing. That was the thing here. Don't I understand she got to work on these type of things, but there's sometimes where you find that you got this star and you need to present them as a star. Take a look at how AEW presents Hook. You give them a little bit at a time. This was her debut, her first match. She shouldn't have even sold. She shouldn't be putting on arm bars. It should have been all offense, all kicks, all the stuff she can do in like a minute of 90 seconds. Get in, get out. That's how you confirm that she's a star. And and maybe all those people that are kicking complaints about the outfit and this and that, they would have been more impressed by that display, and they only would have been talking about, wow, she looked really good on offense. She went in. She beat the girl. She got out. That was perfect. You would see all of that. But because they wanted to make it an actual kind of a match, a, a, a squash kind of match in three minutes, that's why you're getting the mixed reaction. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I didn't mind it so much because, again, it is a developmental program. You do, you do need to work on these kind of things, and I think she'll uh, you know she'll continue to go. Again, I reps on those kind of things in front of a live audience. There were some things, if, if you know what you're looking for, I wholeheartedly agree with you. There's some things that she's got to fine-tune and refine. But NXT and WWE, they have something in her, and I'm really looking forward uh, to how she progresses over the next year or so. and. I wouldn't be surprised if she's on the main roster this time next year, to be completely honest with you. She, she's just got it. man. She has just got it. We hope you guys enjoy uh, the rest of your Wednesday. Don't forget three o'clock today. Dropping the hammer on it. Your boy hammer. On with SP three, three o'clock today on the believe in pro wrestling, YouTube channel and the podcast channel. Click like share, subscribe. We appreciate y'all enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll be back 7 a.m. tomorrow. Breakdown AEW Dynamite gets you ready for your big weekend ahead. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.